0: Matthew chapter 25, Matthew 25, and uh, we'll cover uh, 13 verses here, 13 verses of the parable to another the parable Jesus gave us about the kingdom of Almighty God. And the Bible says here in verse 1, 25, 1, 25, 1, the Bible says, and then the kingdom of heaven uh, be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom five of them were wise and five were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. And while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. The Bible says that at midnight in verse 6, uh, there was a cry, made: behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, the Bible says. And the Bible says in verse 8, And the foolish uh, said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamps are gone out. And the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there not be enough for us. And you uh, go, ye rather, to them that sell, and buy for yourselves. And The Bible says, And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Number 11 says, and afterwards uh, came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. And he answered and said, verily I say unto you, I know you not. The Bible says in verse 13, watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man cometh. You know not the day nor the hour when the son of man cometh. And so I want to reread, I'll capture a verse here. Uh, Verses six, we'll use verse six. The Bible says in that midnight, there was a cry, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. And I want to uh, give it a title this evening about the, the relations, keeping the relationship current, keeping our relationship current. Amen. Sister, would like if you open this in prayer, please, this, this evening. Uh, the keeping the relationship current, current, it, it, it dropped in my heart the other day about keeping it current, keeping things up to date. Uh, you know now you probably have devices and uh, various technology and various things that they tell you to keep current. They tell you to keep it up to date and you have to upgrade software and all these different things that you have to do to keep things current. Uh, Or again, staying up with the times, they may say as well, staying up with the times. And and as as we get older, seem like things pass us by. Hey, man, I said, God, when I get older, as I'm getting older, God help me try to keep up a little bit with some of these things. These kids can run circles sometimes around various things as far as technology goes. Not all the time, and and you marvel. Sometimes some can pick it up, some cannot. But you think about it, keeping it current, keeping it current, and or. uh, sometimes you uh, are the relationship keeping it fresh. Uh, again, or uh, you may have friends and various ones that you haven't talked to in a long time, and, and, and you uh, uh, try to catch back up uh, with them, and you try to keep things current. Again, or uh, you have family members that, uh, and some that you I saw my cousin last couple of months ago, and it was like we picked up right where we left off. I hadn't seen the man in probably almost 30 years. But it was like we just left off from where, where we last stopped talking. Some relationships are even closer, even after many years. Again, we kind of keep things current. We thank God for Facebook and various things. Again, why? Again, it was a way. For a long time, I didn't have Facebook. A long time, I, I didn't get it. And, and so I finally got it. I think one time we went uh, back to visit one time uh, for Christmas or something. And they said, hey, you got Facebook. You got Facebook. That's what it was kind of like. Uh, fairly new. I said, no, I don't have it. He said, you got to get Facebook. And I, once I finally got Facebook, uh, uh, getting all various friends and various things begin to pop up, various ones you begin to see, and you catch up with people, and, 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 and begins to bring back memories. And you're able to keep things current. And, and naturally, again, when, when now you're able to kind of stay up to date, you're able to stay up to date with fi- friends and family, cousins you don't even know, friends you don't even know, or you can keep current with their friends and their loved ones, and you kind of feel like you know them or, or kind of have some type of relationship with them, uh, the relationship is somewhat current, but not the same. But it's not like an old phone call or something like that. Nothing like a phone call or a visit from someone or a visitation of someone to really keep that relationship current. And as, not, not be, as you separate or you begin to depart from that place, what do they say? They say what? Keep in touch. Keep in touch. You ever say that before, Jane? with your friends and loved ones, and say, all right, we'll see you later. Let's keep in touch. And on and on and on. Why? To keep the relationship going. That's such a good time. I'll uh, just bring back so many good memories, uh, such a good vibe, or whatever case case was before, uh, as before, and so let's keep in touch. And so you begin to uh, see that uh, how that are various things over time. Uh, uh, if you don't keep in touch, things will begin to fade. Things begin to fade, and, and uh, relationships begin to uh, break further apart. And as a result, again, that relationship is not the same for some, if you please. Uh, uh, here in our Bible reading, we look at this about God showing the importance of keeping in touch. The importance of keeping in touch with him. The importance of being ready. The importance of uh, having a relationship with Almighty God. Not letting that relationship as well break apart or draw cold. Not let that, that relationship uh, draw separated, if you please. No doubt it teaches us a lesson here about keeping in touch with Almighty God of many other lessons that were taught within these parables. Uh, uh, and so we, it was a, uh, a message, uh, uh, a parable, as so we shared with you, I believe it was in Bible study at night. Jesus would use illustrations. He would use uh, various uh, 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 illustrations and stories to try to draw parallels to where to begin to open up our eyes even more to where we, if we quite, couldn't quite get it the first time, it would allow us to uh, begin to see more clearly through various examples. Jesus uses this parable about an example of a marriage, of a marriage and how he says the kingdom of heaven will be that uh, one like likened unto them. How that again one day it will be a grand, grand feast. Another place to use another parable that's similar to that about how the king was having a great feast, a great time it will be, no doubt, spending eternity with almighty God. And he would use this, and naturally, a marriage is a celebratory type of event, a great event, a a life, uh, again, something that you would never forget. Things that were, uh, again, that are so important. And and again, and so we look at this uh, important time in someone's life. And naturally, again, one day when we will uh, be with the Lord, join with the Lord forevermore, one day, again, uh, those that are saved, those that are ready. Those that have kept in touch or have gotten in touch or have experienced the touch of Almighty God through salvation will one day spend eternity with Almighty God. Almighty God, how many look forward to that tonight? And so as we look at this tonight, uh, he compared it to this feast or this wedding, I should say, to when the bridegroom comes and in the Jewish days of uh, the Jewish tradition, they would uh, um, have a wedding. That's where they had the engagement and all these different things. They were planned these weddings and, and on and on and on. They uh, Many were arranged weddings. And, and leading up to that, uh, uh, the, the, the bride the bride would have to wait. The soon-to-be bride, she would wait and wait, didn't really know the timing of the wedding, but she was to be ready. Why? To show her faithfulness to it, to show her commitment to it, to show the naturally, again, that she would be true to that man and not uh, uh, get uh, or leave again that commitment that she had a lot of parallels within the Jewish marriage and a lot of uh, history behind that. You get a chance we'll break that down even further one day. And so Jesus used this illustration about this marriage, the great anticipation. All women uh, look forward to one day my prince will come. Disney steals all this stuff from folks. One day my prince will come. And the Bible says naturally all these virgins here were waiting for that day. That day naturally is a beautiful day. Uh, my wife was sharing it with me how to, again, it's a, on wedding day. That's something that really should be extravagant. It's an extravagant day where, again, a, a how the, it's a today in which, uh, uh, again, uh, they really make a lot of plans and deck themselves and do all these different things, all the fancy things that go on with being married. Again, what a wonderful thing. And so naturally, uh, again, they were prepared for this, her bridesmaids uh, and all of the uh, various ones. They make all these preparations for it and the great, great feast that will take place in the joyous time that it will be the great, great marriage. And so uh, uh, we look here today and And so God began to compare this to eternal life and and the various things. You go back and read chapter 24 as well. Uh, Jesus was talking about the end time and and how this is all tucked into them. How again, how they were asking, how will it be, Lord, when you're returning? Went through a bunch of different signs of the time. Went through a bunch of different things that would take place. And then he he dropped this in here about this wedding feast, about this time of marriage. Again, where again, it's almost uh, as the scriptures uh, people have brought out about the scriptures, how it's like. God's love letter to man God's love letter yearning to be back with his people yearning to be back in that relationship with mankind that was lost with Adam that was broken with Adam and now for uh, chapter after chapter after chapter God's love letter back to man and telling him to come back to us and so naturally when he does come to set up his kingdom when he does uh, uh, we will spend eternity with him naturally again it's a time when Israel and and the people of God are save naturally to be uh, uh, again a match made in heaven. I guess that's where it comes from. How's that? <laughs> and you think about this and so this parable here I'm going to get down to it. The Bible says it was about ten virgins. Ten virgins. Young people stay virgins. Amen. Stay virgins until you get married. Again it sounds old fashioned but it's true. Keep yourselves. Keep yourselves until that day. The Bible says in verse one. Let's go back to it. The Bible says, "The king her shall be likened unto ten virgins." He says, "In their lamps, and who took their lamps, and and that was a nighttime event. They were had uh, these lamps back in those days. These lamps and these lamps. If you look at them, they had oil inside the lamps. And the Bible says uh, these were oil lamps, and how the from that time they went they went out to meet the bridegroom. In verse three, says five were wise and five were foolish. Two sets here. The Bible says the foolish took their lamps but had no oil with them, but the wise uh, uh, took their oil and had oil in their vessels. They had oil in their vessels, so the oil uh, are many times compared to the Holy Spirit as well. The Holy Spirit and being prepared, uh, it's a lesson of being prepared, keeping that thing up to par, uh, uh, keeping our relationship with God. Keeping it topped off, if you please. So again, in the end time or in the latter day or along the race, you won't run out when the most important times of your life. Again, these two groups of people, the Bible says, they were waiting, they were waiting for the bridegroom to come. And so as they went out to meet him, the Bible says they had to uh, have this oil to be able to see where they were going. Again, we must walk in the light of Almighty God as well. It's important for us to walk in light and not in darkness tonight. Another, uh, again, point out of this is walking in the light of Almighty God. We live in a dark world. We need as much light as possible to see ourselves and see where we're going. Amen. And, and to keep our eyes on the light of the world who is Jesus Christ tonight. And so in verse six, is, I want to move to f- verse five. He says, and the bridegroom tarried The bridegroom tarried him. So they are here waiting and waiting and waiting. And the bridegroom and so naturally we look and see as, as in your Christian race, again, how the times and days go by and say, when, when, when will this breakthrough happen? When will this happen in my life? When will I see, again, whether it's a miracle? When will I see a, a blessing come my way? When will I see things happen, come to pass? We share with you how the, a serving God is, a, is not a sprint, but it's a marathon tonight. It's not a. It's not a sprint. Where again, we see oftentimes many will, will come out the gate fast. They will come out the gate fast, and they seem like they're on fire for God, and seem like they're doing all these wonderful things, and they're on fire, man. But over time and over days go by, somewhere along the line, the oil runs out, and so the Bible says, and so they went out, but the and the, but the bridegroom tarried. So it's it's a, it's a marathon and not a sprint. Serving God takes patience. Serving God, again, uh, we must continue in the race. Regardless of the hills and valleys of life, you must stay focused on God. Stay focused in the race. Stay, again, uh, 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 taking heed to Almighty God. It's not always a pretty race. It's not always an easy race. But we must, we must go all the way to, and it shows endurance along the way. We must have the oil to endure And really, again, if you parallel that to the oil being of the Holy Spirit, we must have the Holy Ghost. As we shared with you before, we need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost in these days now and in the days ahead. And even much more as the day approaches. the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost baptism is important for the believer. Because, again, trying to serve God in the flesh, it just does not work. It just does not work, brothers and sisters today. Again, and so we encourage you, new believer, as you begin to come to Christ, we encourage you to get filled with the Holy Ghost immediately. We actually come to the altar and and pray and seek the Holy Spirit. Why? Because that's that engine, that's that thing that keeps us burning. That's that thing that keeps you going through the highs and lows of the Christian race. We need the oil of Almighty God, the oil of God. The Bible says it will keep you uh, all the way you think about this, that oil, and the oil is anointing. If you compare it to the Holy Spirit, the oil, again, it's extremely important in living for God. Jesus wouldn't have gave it to us. He wouldn't have sent down the Holy Ghost if it wasn't important. If it was not important to have this oil, the anointing of God in your life. The oil, no doubt, if you think about what oil is the other day, uh, my daughter's car the light was flashing on and flashing off, flashing on and flashing off. And I didn't know what light it was until I drove it. It was the oil light. The oil light, you make a turn and the light would come on. And sometimes as you was driving, it would blink, 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 It was blinking and blinking. And so instead of me uh, going, I was about to go to the police and get it checked out. I probably would have spent a whole lot of money <laughs> to just look at it. I said, let me check the oil. It's probably just lower in oil. Naturally, that's exactly what it is. The lighting came back on, right? It's low in oil. The oil does something, to, uh, some purposes of the oil. You think about it, if you compare it to a car or a device, you think about it, it's there to, to lubricate. The uh, lubrication is there to keep it functioning, it's there to keep it going. The oil is an anointing. You think about David how he said, the Lord anointed my head with oil. Why? And that's what really uh, separated David from the rest. He had an anointing on his life and, and it's really uh, in the New Testament, Jesus sent the Holy Ghost and the Father sent the Holy Ghost. Why? That, that we can have this anointing on every life. We encourage you today in this day and age we're living in, and we need the anointing of Almighty God. The anointing also as we share with you is the light. The oil no doubt was the burning and it keeps you burning. It keeps you going. It keeps your light on fire. It keeps the fire burning in your soul and your heart and your mind today. The oil is there. There's power within it as well. That's why countries fight over oil. <laughs> Again, the, the country with the most oil is probably the most pro, one of the most prosperous. Some of them from them countries just only float to the top though. The king of Saudi Arabia is the only one that's enjoying it. <laughs> but the oil, the oil, Again, the oil-rich nations are the most, some of the most prosperous nations. And you think about this and how the, the oil does something. It, it keeps the fire burning. It's valuable and we need it. And that's why those virgins, they said, we can't give you ours. You got to get your own. You got to get your own or you, need, you can't go off for someone else's relationship with God. You can't go off of mom and daddy's relationship with God. You can't go off of granny's relationship with God. You can't go off of the man down the street's relationship with God. You can't go off the pastor's relationship or the deacon's relationship. You got to have your own anointing. You got to have your own personal relationship. You got to open up your cup and say, God, fill my cup, God. Fill my soul with the anointing of God. I need the Holy Ghost in my life. I'm telling you, today, church, don't go without the Holy Spirit tonight. This oil does something special. Again, we need the Holy Spirit. In the book of Jude, they talk about praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. And it does what it builds your faith as well. It builds your faith. We must pray in the Holy Spirit, keeping that thing fresh. He says, building you up. So I've in the Holy Ghost. evidence of speaking in other tongues. is evidence of having the Holy Spirit. When you, when you pray, and this the Bible says, do it. Do it. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Why? It will build up your most holy faith. It'll keep you going. It'll keep, that's why the Bible says, again, the enemy will try to keep us from receiving the Holy Ghost. Reverend Jones preached a message years ago, came here, uh, preached a revival years ago, and he said the title of the message was The Devil's Best Kept Secret. <laughs> the devil's best kept secret is for the church not to know and be filled with the Holy Ghost. For the believer, for a brand new believer, and even there are those who talk against the Holy Spirit. There are those that speak against it. There are those who talk about a Holy Ghost church. They talk bad about it talking about speaking in tongues, they they speak ill of it but church that's what we needed amen that's what the early church had that's what had them uh, go and that's what had them go out and, and, and reach the lost that's why the church is here today because there were men and women that were filled on the day of Pentecost with the Holy Spirit amen that same thing was there important back in those days it has not changed and it's even more important now in our society as the day approaching church and Jesus told us in the last days, he said have five will be foolish and five I will be wise. And so many will say, I don't need the Holy Spirit. I don't need the anointing. I don't need the oil. And naturally, when the bridegroom came, the Bible says they didn't have what they needed. The Bible says here in verse 6, he said at midnight the cry came. At midnight, the cry was made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. It com- he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. The Lord will return one day. He will come and set up his kingdom one day in, the, uh, in time here, and his kingdom will reign forevermore. Again, it, you say, preacher, it sounded like a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale. It will happen. Just as sure as we sit here today, Jesus will come again. Some will mock at it, some will laugh at it, and some will say, I'll, I'll wait a little bit longer. Don't wait. The Bible says in verse 7 all these virgins rose up and they trimmed their lamps. They had to get the, the fresh wick. If you look at those old lamps, you had to trim off the top to make the wick as fresh as possible to get the old ash off and get the various things off. We share with each other today by cutting off the old, cutting off some things out of our lives that would again to where it will burn properly to where, again, the oil can flow properly. It keeps the oil from rising to the top. If there are things, no doubt, to hinder and keep, no doubt, the anointing, God help us cut it off Help us, God, not that these things interfere. The Bible says the foolish arose and said, give us your oil, for again, uh, we don't have what we need. I'm telling you, it's a personal thing that you have to do you have to cut your own wick. You got to go down and get your own oil. You got to come to the altar and say, God, feel me. You got to say, God, I've got to have my own relationship with you because when I'm here or there in the other place, I can't rely back on this one or that one. I need my own walk with God. And the Bible says, and so they went out. He says, no, we can't do it for you. You got to do it yourself. You got to pray yourself and seek God yourself. Get a hold of God. Nobody else it won't be nobody else's fault. It won't be nobody else's uh, excuse if we miss heaven tonight. It will be our own fault if we miss it tonight. The Bible says the wise and said, no, we can't help you. We have just enough for us. But go down and get your own. The Bible says, and while they went and bought it, the Bible says the bridegroom came. He showed up. Again, and so we see we must be ready. We must be, Our relationship must be kept up to date. We don't have the time to drift away tonight. You don't have time to drift away and go find something else better to do. Find something else better to do. Preachers serving God, I'll, I'll get to that later on. I'll get to it because, again, we don't know when, uh, the hour, nor the day. If you look at uh, the other gospel here, we've got the gospel of Luke 21, 33. I didn't give it to you. The gospel of Luke 21, 33 through 36. The Bible says that how the Again, Jesus gave us another parable about this same situation, about how the importance of keeping it current, keeping it current. Uh, um, He says that heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Again, whether it's again now, yesterday, or forevermore, the Bible says that his word will endure. He says take heed to yourselves, take heed to your own lamp, Take heed to your own relationship with God. He said, At least there be a time your hearts be overcharged with suffering. He says, in drunkenness and cares of this life. He says, so the day come upon you unaware. These virgins get caught unaware. They didn't know when the bridegroom was coming, but those that were wise were ready. Those that were unwise were not ready. The Bible says naturally perhaps they burn it up doing something else. They burned up their oil running the streets doing something else. They used it up at the wrong time. My friend today, we must, we must keep our lamps full tonight. Unaware they came with the things of this life will try to burn it and take it away. The Bible says for as the snares shall it come on all them that dwell in the face of the whole earth. And so it's a big snare to be caught empty, to be caught without God. To be caught lost, no doubt it's a huge snare, great devastating to lose our soul without Christ. I'll try to get through this. The Bible says, watch therefore, in verse 36, 2136. Watch ye therefore and pray always. He says, pray always. In other words, keep it current. Bible says, pray at all times. Keep your relationship current, keep your church attendance current, keep your Bible reading current, keep your relationship and your heart clean and current with Almighty God. The Bible says that you may be counted worthy to escape, uh, to escape what? The wrath of God. The wrath of God, he says, and all the things that shall come to pass the things that was written prior to this in Luke 21 and the things written prior to this in Matthew 24 and other places. uh, He said that we find ourselves worthy um, to escape, uh, worthy to enter in, uh, worthy to no doubt enter into the joy of the Lord, um, worthy no doubt and and why he says it's for those that are watching and praying those that are seeking and yearning for God those that are looking forward to that great reunion one day to meet our maker and to be with our Lord and Savior forevermore brothers and sisters that should be the greatest greatest event Next up on your calendar is to be with Almighty God. We said before, many will plan for a wedding. They plan for an event. They plan for a birthday. They plan for all these different things. But what about making plans to spend eternity with Almighty God? The Bible says watch and pray. Keep it on your calendar. Amen. What day is it? We don't know. Mark it down every day. Every day could be today. It could be tonight at midnight. We don't know when the day and on the hour when the Lord will take his church home. And again, he referred to this as when he comes back to set up his kingdom. The Bible says, uh, he says, watch therefore and prayer that you may be counted worthy, that you may be found in his grace tonight. That we may be found again by his grace and his mercy to, to escape these things that will come upon those again that are children of disobedience and I am the, the the word tells us to keep our oils lamps for to keep in contact with God to keep your relationship in good standing with God it's just like a husband and wife again Again, if we don't talk, uh, the relationship is strained. Um, friends, if you don't speak and don't communicate, uh, the relationship is strained and eventually will break off. Uh, and uh, much more grander on, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, the scale with God. We must keep our in contact in a relationship with Almighty God, a close and personal relationship with him. The Bible says we finish. He says, to, worthy to escape the things that will come to pass and stand before the Son of Man the Son of Almighty God, when we stand before him, no doubt, the King. And no doubt, he, our Heavenly Father would ask as well, again, and he will know if the oil has been applied. Were we watching and praying? Were we ready? Was our relationship current with the Lord our God tonight? As we try to wrap this up, let me get back to this story. Back to our, our Matthew 25. The Bible says, the wise saying, not so, at least there being not enough for us. And so he says, go and get your own, uh, your own personal relationship. And so as we stand before God on that day, we have to give an account for our own lives. Not what somebody else did. Not what someone else said. Not some how someone else treated you and I. Not because of, again, uh, what somebody even, uh, again, may have I don't know, whatever case may be, we all have to give an account for our lives. The Bible says, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And the answer said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I say unto you, even the verse before they said, they, they pleaded with God, let us sin, let us sin, please let us sin to this place. You can only imagine how they were. Come on up, how they were. In Noah's day, when well, they probably beat on the side of the ark. Noah, we believe now, we believe. Let us sin. Let us sin. As they know now, I saw various things throughout the Word of God, how mankind saw that it was too late. Scripture tells us, Jesus told us, and even Revelation speaks about the weeping and gnashing of teeth. Where the worm dieth not, hell is a real place, brother, and sister, and I. Just as real as heaven is, hell is the same. It's just as real. Two different places. Two different places. Naturally, they are weeping and gnashing of tears. The Bible says that rich man who lifted up his eyes in hell one day. The Bible, Jesus gave us an illustration about him. Told us about this rich man. He said he lifted up his eyes in torment. He says, oh, if you only knew, if I can just get a cooling on my tongue and drop this uh, drip of water on my tongue, oh, if I can just go back and tell others, oh, if you can just tell my brothers to go tell other people, you don't want to come to this place, you don't want to die and lose your soul, you don't want to die and be on the outside looking in. He saw Lazarus on the other side, enjoying himself in paradise. Brothers and sisters, today, what a dreadful thing that is to be on the outside looking in. To be on the outside of God. Not, no, no, uh, no access. You think about it, access denied. Access denied. Why? Because of the credentials there. The relationship with God was not up to date. Brothers and sisters, today, we must, we must make sure that today, the Bible says today, if you hear his voice, hard not your heart. hard not your heart to the provocation. Heart not your heart to the warning. Hard not your heart because tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow, it may not come today while it's time. While you still have time, say, Lord, here, I lift up my cup to you. Fill my cup. Fill my heart. Lord, come in. God, I receive you. God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to watch and pray and be ready to spend eternity with you. And as we bow, our heads your reverence to God today to keep our relationship current. My friend, if you have not, not up to date in God, so a God up in heaven, my friend today, who sent his son Jesus. Nearly 2,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, he sent this son that you can have a relationship with him. That old rugged cross, no doubt is our access. The old, old story of Jesus coming to give his life. And just as that old story, no doubt, is current today, just as current it is, that blood is still just as fresh. The blood of Jesus Christ is just as fresh as it was when it was shed. The power of God is still just as powerful as it was back in those days. And the importance of being saved is just as important as it was back then. My friend today, to give us access to that relationship, to give us access to eternal life, to where you can get in and give your life over to God, or where you can spend eternity with him. Spend eternity with our Lord in this kingdom the new Jerusalem, the great city of God. Bible says he went to prepare a place for men and women that will believe in him. Church today, let there be your prayer. Leave this old earth. This old earth, the Bible says, will fade away. It will pass away. All the things that man is putting his trust in, all the things that man is putting all of his stock in, all the things that man is selling his soul out for will fade away one day. It will be faded away and it will come tonight. And the thing that will never fade away is the kingdom of God. That's eternal. That's forevermore for the believer. My friend, they don't die and lose your soul today. Don't die. And be on the outside looking in. Don't be on the outside looking in today. Come to Jesus tonight and give your heart over to Him. So Jesus came and gave His life that you can have a relationship. That broken relationship can now be mended. That broken this that we all experience can now be made whole. Jesus can fix it tonight. So I had a relationship with God before, well, get it back tonight. Bring it up to date. Bring it up to date. Get it right with God. Whoever you may be tonight, we encourage you to get your mind on God. Get your heart on God because we know tomorrow is not promised. We're here today and we are gone tomorrow. Life is like a vapor. The scripture tells us: We here for a little while, then we vanish away. My friend, make sure you're ready. Keep our hearts current with God. Prayed up, Amen. Seeking His face daily, seeking the Lord. He says, "Those that seek me know that I will find me today." Let's look to the heavens tonight. Let's look to Him for answers in the, the tumultuous world today. Is still the same answer as Jesus tonight. God is still our answer tonight. That old answer is still current answer. That old remedy is still the remedy for our world. Today, today, let's get back to God. I'm telling you. No doubt, it's the answer to our society today. Come to Jesus tonight. Give him your life. Get up to date with God. Come back to Christ. Come back now while there's still time. While the bridegroom tarries. While he waits, he waits, he waits. His love is waiting. He's waiting, he's waiting. Souls to come. He's waiting for you and I. Men and women, friends and family. He wants us all to spend eternity with him. Let us come, let us come. Serve him and live for him. Abide in him. Serve tonight. Let that be your prayer tonight current relationship up to date ready to stand before him and give an account for our lives tonight he's looking for the blood of Jesus he's looking for the blood let the blood be applied to your life the Holy Ghost if you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost that anointing that oil from heaven that oil in your heart tonight say preach I want the power that I need to get on to, to endure to overcome tonight to withstand to, to carry on Till he comes, the Holy Ghost is there. Receive the Holy Ghost tonight, as the altar prayers open tonight. The altar prayers open and come, come, come. No doubt, let him feed you tonight. You can lift up those hands and say, "Lord, fill me, fill my mind, my heart, and my soul." The baptism in with the Holy Ghost tonight. That oil, the thing that will keep you and help you overcome. Let's all find a place to pray today. Let's continue to seek His face. Let us yearn, no doubt. Be with the Lord our God, a closer, closer walk with Him. Tonight, the bridegroom's coming. Will we be ready? Let's all find a place to pray. saying said prayed up. Amen. Stayed up. Amen. Paid up so we can go up. Amen. But Almighty God, let's keep our limbs full. Let it be full and overflowing. Again, we one of the things we brought out is about praying in the Holy Spirit. Jude tells he says, we must pray in the Holy Ghost. Again, the latter day church in the last days, apparently they ran out. They ran out of A lesson, a life lesson, and in these days we live it in, and when there's no oil, we draw cold, the fire goes out. You must keep that fire burning, brothers this night. The fire of God burning in your heart and your soul, amen. God bless our prayer. We look forward to seeing you this Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Let's come with our cups lifted up, saying, Lord. Before we said again to uh, share with you this old cliche, prayed up, prayed up, stayed up, uprightly, walking uprightly, stayed up uprightly, and this one here about paid up, paid up, paid up. Amen. And what does paid up mean? Tithing offerings, tithing offerings belong unto the Lord as well. If you again we receive an offering tonight, and again we thank God for all the many blessings that He's given to each of us. Each of us, God has poured out again over and over again, big blessings, small blessings, having a roof over you car. Money to have train rides. You don't have a car. so I got the train. Uh, get up and down. to Be able to go to the supermarket. Be able to do things. And put food on your table. God has been good to all of us. And again, we give back unto him. We give back unto him for the uh, many, many blessings that flow in our lives. Don't take these blessings for granted. All these things come from above. Almighty God, your job, your things that you have that God has blessed us with. Amen. Health, strength is always Way to get back to God, and so we do that supporting the work of the Lord here. The way of which you get back again to the Lord. And many do it online, many do it through our website. I'll share with you the information here uh, www.myntcc.org forward slash uh, Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn NY, I should say, Brooklyn NY. Give that way or uh, through Zell. Zell is again for those online bankers out there, you have online applications through your banking. Zelle is a feature go and give it, uh, the contact would be the church email. So you type the church email in it, ntccbrooklynny at gmail.com. Then we have text to give. Text to give as well, 347 229 When you do that, again, it'll give you a link back. You Text the word text to that number, 347 229 It'll give you a, a, a kickback, uh, again, of where you can send a link. and You can begin to give that way, starting that way. So the next time around, all you got to do is put in $5. Some people uh, give various things through that way as well. But again, the old-fashioned way as well, through our way of giving as well here in the offering, we encourage you.